0: If you for the moment, here it is Welcome to Unplugged, the most man podcast Your stable for authentic information and unbridled fun And now, your host This is Grandmaster Mo
1: Welcome to Unplugged, The Most Man podcast episode 16. On this episode, we'll be taking on performance poetry and our guest is a teenage writer, spoken word artist and certified youth trainer. She has performed poetry at major conferences around Nigeria and internationally, including events organized by the African Union, the Shehu Musayadur Foundation, the Swedish Embassy and the Young African Leaders Initiative. Among other organizations and societies, she has also won a number of poetry slams and awards for her creative works she has facilitated youth trainings and been a panelist on discussions around art women youth and social empowerment she's a key member of some literary societies in nigeria and is the co-founder of gifts of Guidance, a growing gift startup in nigeria she is sabika bello welcome to the show
0: thank you it's uh, a pleasure
1: all right awesome now i have seen a couple of, of your videos of your performance poetry videos um yeah but for someone who has never heard of it could you describe what it is like or what it is in its entirety
0: okay so spoken word poetry is basically a poetic performance that is word based and unlike written poetry it has lots to do with um the page aesthetics and it has more to do with wordplay and inclination. than I think personally um, spoken word poetry is meant to stand across a message and also invoke emotions in the listener. So in basic terms, that is what I would describe spoken word poetry as.
1: Ah, wonderful. So how were you introduced to spoken word poetry?
0: Um, okay, so I started reciting poetry when I was in my junior years in secondary school, Um, the literature teacher in my school would write poems and give me to recite. So that was when I started reciting poetry and I didn't really know it was spoken word poetry until I came up with some international spoken word poet called Rudy Francisco. Um, That was when I knew, okay, this is actually spoken word poetry, and that was when my interest grew.
1: So, basically, how long would you say you've taken part in it?
0: So, since I started reciting it would be about 10 years ago. Wow. Yes. You're practically Uh, a
1: veteran at this.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, I was just reciting poetry, you know, because I used to do a lot of presentations in school, and so I would be given poetry as well. Okay. But... I started about three years ago properly. I started performing my own poetry um, at events and, you know, poetry events and all of that.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. Now, I would like to speak to you about that for a minute. Um, What is your writing process like? Because from what I've seen, you mostly write about things that are happening. Those are like your anchors, I feel like. What is your writing process like?
0: So, as you said, I mostly write about things that are happening, events um, I see going on around me, mostly social issues. So, when I see something, I kind of put myself in that position. I think about it. You know, for example, now we see a lot of uh, race cases. Yeah. Uh, I wrote a race poem about two years ago. Yeah. And I came across a story of a seven-year-old girl who was raped and murdered. And it was unsettling. I couldn't protest it. And every time I'm sad or angry or any feeling, I write. And so I wrote about it. I also write about personal issues, which I would mostly don't share, by the way. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, things that happen around me things that happen to me directly sometimes i talk to a friend and they tell me oh this happens that happened to me and then i write about it so my inspiration comes from many different places and my writing just starts as soon as i feel and i feel something whenever an emotion strikes i just start writing and sometimes when i write it doesn't even make sense and i have to come back to the draft mm. and you know make some edits but then that raw first draft is what I feel matters the most because that is when, you know, those emotions are raw. Yeah. yeah. So
1: what would you say someone needs or what does it take basically to be a spoken word poet, you think?
0: Um, I think first of all, um, for one to write poetry uh-huh. and for a spoken word poet, as your question says, I think what is most important, as I said earlier, is having the power and the ability to send across a message and invoke emotion in the listener. Because you can recite a poem and nothing, the audience don't feel anything about it. Mm. They don't get the message. But then when you perform a poem and then they understand the message, you provoke thought in the audience. I think... Um, that is what spoken word poetry is mostly about, the ability to play with words as you know, play with the intonations and everything.
1: Yeah. So do you think there's a difference between page and performance poetry then?
0: Absolutely. Yes. There's the aesthetic for page poetry and then there's the aesthetic for performance poetry because like I said, it has to do a lot with wordplay and intonation and you send across the message the word flow yeah sometimes i don't like to share my poems, um my spoken word poems because when i share them and read them they don't get the exact flow yeah. that i would get like the when okay so they don't get the exact flow mm-hmm. That was in my head while I was writing it, Uh, you know? Yeah. So it has to do a lot with flow and wordplay.
1: Yeah, right. awesome. Could you tell me about your first time performing, though? Oh,
0: okay. I I don't think I remember exactly. It's been a while. I've been doing a lot of presentations right from my early years in primary school. Mm -hmm. But for me the first poem i performed that was mine yeah was like a few years ago uh-huh. and it was great i think the the audience were all in awe because i said oh this is my first time performing my poem and they thought maybe this was my first time on stage but then it wasn't it was like a time, you know yeah so every time I perform, to be honest, I love it. I enjoy doing it. And it's always good. It's always a pleasure.
1: Nice, nice. Okay, so why why would you say, you know, because I feel like there are not a lot of people that attend, you know, performance poetry gigs. Why do you think someone should attend a, a performance poetry gig? Um.
0: Okay, so first of all, I feel like poetry is such a beautiful art that um, it's underrated, I would say somehow, especially in the northern part of Nigeria, but it has the power to change a mindset. And I think that is such a great thing because when you pass on things in such beautiful ways, I think that was why I fell in love with spoken word poetry because I felt this is a way for me to organize my thoughts in such a beautiful way. Mm. Uh, and so I think. Um, Want to totally attend um, a poetry gig because then you get to experience the poet's emotions, you get to experience their feelings, you get to uh, receive messages not in per se boring ways or just like a steep kind of way to pass across a message, but in a beautiful recitation with world played and you know, rhymes. I think
1: it's such a beautiful thing. And whoever is listening, please attend the poetry gig and let me know how your experience went. Okay. All right, then. Uh, So what what do you think, um, amongst all of your poems, how many poems would you say you have down now? Like the ones that you've already put out, not the ones you've hidden, you've kept hidden for now.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay. I think I've put out about a hundred
1: whoa that's a lot (laughs) so which one would you consider to be your best poem and why
0: okay well i have a lot of favorites but i would say that this one titled beyond the classroom and it talks about the things we learn the experiences we have outside the four corners of the classroom and personally i think this is very important because there's Particular things that no one tells you in class. Um, a teacher doesn't teach you, you have to go out in the world and learn. And for me, I learned poetry outside the classroom. I was a fan student and so I never took a teacher. I never took poetry in class. Mm. I learned it outside the classroom.
1: Nice. That's actually yeah. really dope um they say the best uh performance artists are mostly science students even when it comes to our field uh broadcasting wow they're mostly they're mostly science students um it's amazing it actually is amazing so if you could if you could nick one other person's poem and say claim it as your own which poem do you think it would be
0: okay hard one um i would take rudy francisco's poem the first one i listened to and that was the poem that made me fall in love with spoken word poetry and it's tight what's the tight no i shouldn't forget this uh
1: it, it's probably on the tip of your tongue yeah
0: yeah it happens. um oh, basically okay it's islamophobia okay yeah Islamophobia, and it's about Islamophobia, by the way. Um, himself and two other spoken word artists recited it in a poetry slam, and I think they won that poetry slam. It was very beautiful.
1: Nice. It
0: I'll, is beautiful.
1: I'll go look for it.
0: <laughs> Please. Okay.
1: So, what do you think typifies a bad spoken word performance poetry to you?
0: I think one that lacks yeah. expression. That simply put, when when there's no expression and emotion in in that, I keep saying this: when I listen to a spoken word poem, and I don't feel the words, and I don't think it's as good for me personally. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. All right. Let, let's talk, let's come back down to Iowa because I, I feel, you You mentioned it earlier. Yeah. What, what do you think the state of the Nigerian specifically, yeah, our Iowa performance poetry scene at the moment is? What, what do you think of the state that it currently is? Because <laughs> Is it okay to even talk about a scene or is that a bit unhelpful, you think?
0: Uh... Um, I would say performance poetry in Arewa is doing quite well right now compared to a few years ago. Hmm. We are starting to appreciate it more, appreciate its assets, and have even more upcoming artists. And I think it is a really good thing. So the fact that we are appreciating it is what it most because sometimes when you go out there and you perform a poem and no one really gets it. You know what I'm saying? I think that is quite bad and discouraging, especially for the artists. And so I think it's doing really well. We have um, people like Alhan Islam who actually gave me my first stage to perform my own poem. Wow. Yes, and she became my mentor in about 2018. there's diesel who is also a spoken word poet and i think they're doing amazing things and paving ways so yeah i think um spoken word poetry is doing
1: well in iowa right now all right our nigerian men yeah yeah especially iowa people mm. they do not tend to wear their hats on their sleeve particularly men now have you noticed this or has it been the opposite when people are given the opportunity to take part in spoken word poetry
0: i think people um Now, they appreciate the poetry, as I said, and so they leverage opportunities when they come, you know. Yeah, so I think there's a change in the narrative, most especially, and so it gives people the opportunity to actually explore their potentials in those um, areas of art generally in spoken word, in poetry, in general poetry. And so I think there's a great deal of improvement.
1: Okay. All right. Could you tell us about, you know, a particularly memorable reaction that you've had to your work?
0: Um, okay. So the first time I got a standing ovation, I almost got yes. Uh, <laughs> so that, that's memory, memorable. Yeah. So that, I, I, I think... When I'm performing and I see the eyes of people and I feel the connection, I see them listening attentively, that means the world to me. When I perform and people pay attention because there are um, a few events that I've gone through and people don't seem to be as interested. And so I feel like, okay, they're not even appreciating what I'm doing. Mm. What's the need, you know? So... First of all, I think I would say when I get to standing ovation, especially the first time I got one, and then when people actually show interest and listen attentively, Mm. honestly, that means so much to me.
1: Nice. Mm -hmm. Uh, What would you consider, say, a grand achievement for yourself as far as poetry is concerned?
0: Um, The fact that I'm always, always seeking to improve my art. Um, I am always trying to improve and I'm looking how to to leverage on opportunities and so leveraging opportunities I go to so many places and one of the places I've gone to is the African Union. I got invited last year to Kenya to an African Union conference and I think that is one achievement that means a lot to my career. Mm-hmm. Yes, especially that I only started about like I said two years ago, twenty eighteen. Okay. So twenty nineteen, November I got invited and yeah. I I went there and I performed in front of many people all around Africa. It was great. Isn't
1: that awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. What have you found um uh, most challenging about organizing spoken word events in Nigeria? Um, especially in Ariwa?
0: Well, as much as organizing events can be hectic, I love to organize them. But, obviously there are challenges here and there as one person cannot carry out the whole event. yeah. So, my problem mostly comes from working with people that are not as enthusiastic, that are not as hard working as I am, as I want them to be. People that don't deliver people that don't need deadlines, you know? Mm. So when I have a team, I just, I need a team that is as enthusiastic as I am, and as hardworking as I am, and hardworking as I need them to be to put it together. So that is where the main problem comes. And I try to do uh, most of the things myself because I like to be <laughs> independent sometimes because I, I feel like waiting um, on people hold you back or trying to like well sometimes it's very good to take everyone along but then when they're they're putting you back they're putting you backwards instead of forwards then yeah. i think it, it would be time for you to let them go and move forward with them and do as much as i can do True. to make it um, a success so yeah that's about it i think definitely people that are enthusiastic and hard working
1: Okay, awesome. Well, this is a point to note for everybody that's planning or looking forward to working with you. So, <laughs> soon as they hear this, I'm sure they'll sit up. All right, so finally, before we go, um, what would you say to someone wanting to get involved in spoken word poetry?
0: I would say believe in yourself. Do not be afraid to put your work out there. If you really want to, then it doesn't matter. Um, if people do not appreciate it at that point because eventually you would find the right audience that would love and appreciate your art. So believe in yourself and do not give up and be open to learning. Take constructive criticism and seek feedback. Take online courses. Just try to always improve and always be better. And I think you'll be good.
1: Nice, nice. Well, thank you very much, Sabika, for being on my podcast.
0: It's a pleasure.
1: Do have a fantastic rest of your day.
0: Thank you. And
1: um, do ensure that you're safe out there, right?
0: You too. Thank you very much. for was a good conversation.
1: To ensure you don't miss out on the next episode, follow at Mo Usman underscore on Twitter and do turn on those notifications so you don't miss out on anything.